here's your host, Alex Garrett. Seeing the 4th of July fireworks on the East River, blocks away from my old, you know, stomping grounds, East 44th, and the United Nations, I actually closed my eyes and listened to that sound of the fireworks. And that little kid that used to be frightened of them, yes, was terrified, was thankful for three things. A, to be here for the 30th, 4th of July. Uh, to have lived long enough through health conditions and stuff to overcome that fear of the fireworks and the freedom. Yes, Independence Day 2021. The freedom from fear. Because, as we all know, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Happy Independence Day, America. God bless the USA. An actual account of how I felt. Uh, you can see that now. Alex G NYC one But that was a special moment uh, to be just blocks away from the old stomping ground. Seeing the fireworks reflection off the United Nations... Oh, it took me back. And yes, I did close my eyes. It was almost like a spiritual feeling because if you know my story, you know I've been haunted by fireworks for all my life. And I've recently, over the last few years, gotten over it. But, but to hear them soak them in and just enjoy meant the world to me. And then here on Alex Garrett Podcasting, I have another experience from my Independence Day that i like to share with you. Because the New York Historical Society has the Liberty Bell that rang, the New York City Liberty Bell, that rang 290 years ago. Well, that's 290 years old. It rang in 1776 on July 9th when George Washington, the president at the time, read the Declaration of Independence to the troops that were stationed here in New York. Well, I went there to see if I could see that New York City Liberty Bell, which miraculously survived a fire in Greenwich uh, Village at the at a historic church there. I didn't get in yesterday anyway, but I did get to hang out and talk to the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Take a listen. Abraham Lincoln of Illinois, thank you for stopping. The longest I was ever here, three consecutive nights in... 1860, made a speech at the Cooper Union downtown. Hall still stands, I believe. That speech led, in, in my view, anyway, directly to my election. A journalist wrote, no man ever before has made such an impression on his first appeal to a New York audience. Perhaps our work has not yet been perfectly accomplished. But I trust that, if not done, it is at least still being done. And that you are doing your part. Thank you, New York Historical Society. Thank you, President Abe Lincoln and TalkingStatues.com. Voice actor Pete Simpson, written by George Saunders, produced and directed by David Peter Fox of TalkingStatues.com. And just listening to that, you know, it's uh, it, it reminds me of how 245 years later, as Lou Gehrig would say in his famous speech on July 4th, 1939, he had an awful lot to live for, even while battling LALS. Well, while we battle division, while we battle strife, while we battle 
conflicts in our own country. The preservation effort 245 years later continues, and I think that's the message that Talking Statues uh, and uh, Abraham Lincoln wanted to convey to anybody that wanted to listen to his phone call. I mean, if you're a history guy, why wouldn't you want to listen to Abe Lincoln, right? He's Abraham Lincoln. What does he got to say to us? What history can he impart to us? So I, I say great collaboration, New York Historical, and TalkingStatues.com. So those are my two experiences. Uh, also, Hillary Kramer, thanks so much to you for an awesome weekend of Yankee baseball. And to the Yankees for signing that up, too. Uh, being at the game yesterday, game one of the doubleheader, which the Mets came back and won. It was very special to be there with Matt Sambolin and Joe Sibilia, producer for Piscopo, Sam, Matt Sambolin, the ops manager. And then over the weekend, we actually went with James, who works here. It was great. And Hillary, thanks for the incredible opportunity for the legend sweet section. Who would have thought that we'd be down there? But thanks so much for that opportunity uh, for Independence Day weekend. And yes, baseball, the Subway Series, the Bronx, Mets-Yankees. It was electric. It was electric. And Yank salvaged one of them, but the Mets did win the series. So, kind of put into fruition the, the fact that they won Saturday, which I said whoever won Saturday would win the series while the Mets took care of that in the first game yesterday. Also noted they couldn't, it's very tough to get a sweep in doubleheaders. That proved to be true too last night. So there are, those are the things on the mind. And, and by the way, I worked up a nerve of steel because I started to feel like these fireworks are like my bats, my bats, my bat fear, or Bruce Wayne's bat fear, right? So what did he do to conquer his fear of bats? He went into the bat cave and became Batman. Now, I'm not pyro man, I'm not fireworks man, but the nervous steel to roll a blade as they were booms were going off across the Queens last night, even I got to see a show, was very, very cool. And then you sort of compare, contrast that with what happened to Blue Jackets goaltender Mattis Kivlenix died from a fireworks accident after being struck by one, by, by a few. Makes you wonder if, uh, makes you wonder, firstly, how some get to stay on this earth and some go up to heaven early. It's it's very striking to me. And to be on one leg, on crutches, rollerblading, not really in the line of fire or fireworks, is a blessing. And I think this incident with Kivlenix. 24-year-old goalie for the Blue Jackets, by the way. Proves that we must be grateful every day to wake up on this great country. And sure, be smart, but mainly be grateful that those incidents have not happened to us. Or anyone close to us. You have to be thankful for that. 100%. The other boom that I wanted to cover is actually in Surfside. So, when this condo first collapsed in Surfside, Florida, it was a very, very heartbreaking thing to see that the collapse 
it was heartbreaking to see that there were warnings on this building for years on this condo. It was alarming to see a firefighter have to dig his seven-year-old out of the rubble. And again, we're talking about rubble like we did in 2001, 20 years ago almost. Very eerie, don't you agree? I think so. I definitely think so. Because we're dealing with the same terminology we did 20 years ago. First responder, debris, rubble, demolition, collapse of a building. First responders having to rush in there. And we all know far too well of that because we lost family members in this city. Those who had members of the fire department lost thousands on 9-11. We know that these first responders also got sick with mesothelioma, got cancer, had to fight to be compensated for 9-11 Victims Fund. Families as well. So this is all too eerie similar. But where pavement, where the, uh, what's the terminology? Where it differs to me is, yes, we unified in 2001. That hope was brought back because of baseball in New York City on September 21st. But I believe this demolition of the rest of the condo, as heartbreaking and devastating as conspiratorial, some people are treating it, by the way. Are they covering up things? The bodies will be more hidden now. But I believe if you're looking for some sort of hope in this collapse, calamity, disaster, horror, tragedy, it's the fact that now the first responders probably will be able to do their job without fearing their lives. That perhaps demolishing this rest of the condo brought back a hope for justice a hope for answers, for identification, and a hope, most of all, that no more lives are lost. And so I pray that this collapse, this demolition of the remainder of the Surfside condo represents a hope that no more lives could be lost in this battle. A hope that we can push through this together, be unified in the efforts to find bodies and not have to worry if more can be would be lost. That demolition is a game changer in this fight to find the bodies. And you might sound like I'm saying this so sternly, but to be emotional about it is very tough, but we... We're not in the family's shoes. We don't know what it's like. I mean, to read the stories that an 80-plus-year-old couple died on their bed together as the collapse happened while their family was just there a few hours before the collapse. To hear about the seven-year-old being pulled out of rubble 
by their father. Not easy to digest the toys that they found. Again, not easy to digest. But there is a sliver of hope here that no more lives could be lost because of this demolition. That was the smartest thing they could ever do. And so I hope this $1.9 trillion infrastructure bill goes to these repairs. I hope that when warning signs are alerted, people listen to it and not leave it for three more years. This collapse seems like it could have been preventable. This, if you see something, say something, did not apply here, and it should have. Because the engineer was placed on leave that in 2018 said there were, there were some doubts about the structure, that the water underneath it, all of it, was just bound for disaster. Yet it took an, abs, an actual tragedy to, to put him on administration leave, put it a step further, fire the guy. Fire the guy behind the hondo, the collapse. I sincerely don't believe that a administrative leave is enough. I don't. But we shall see what they do about this engineer as time goes on. But this demolition feels like a hopeful moment, not a sad, let's get even more sadder moment. Because the sadness would have actually been if this thing collapsed and more firefighters, more first responders were in there digging and their lives were lost. That would be even more tragic to add to the tragedy. So I applaud uh, Governor DeSantis. I applaud Surfside. I applaud the idea of collapsing it before a storm came up. That was a game changer right there. And then back to Independence Day, because this is my Independence Day recap. As I mentioned in Hilario, 246th year of America begins today. And the preservation efforts of America continue. We have now, as Joe Biden put it, actually, trying to rid a virus, much like the Founding Fathers were ridding King George and the tyrannical Great Britain government. And so Joe Biden, as I was saying, said that we have free ourselves from tyrannical Great Britain and we have to free ourselves from tyrannical COVID. Now, I hope freeing ourselves from that equals naming where the damn virus came from. I think if we held China's feet to the fire on this, that would be an Independence Day move, right? That would be declaring freedom from China's thumb. It's bad enough 90% of the fireworks come from China that shoot off in America. That's kind of sad. But, you know, we, we got to find the origins that we got to have a confirmation of this. And China has to be held accountable. But the virus itself, yes, is tyrannical. And some would argue the measures that were taken through COVID were tyrannical. But at the end of the day, fireworks still blasted off on these river. At the end of the day, families did get together. At the end of the day, America felt like we were coming back. At the end of the day, I have this question for you. Did you go for the fireworks just for the fireworks? Or did you go for the reasoning of America's freedom 
for the fireworks. To watch the fireworks. Because it isn't just, oh, we're going to go to the fireworks. It's, we're going to honor America tonight through that beautiful fireworks display. And if you did feel a lump in your throat, a little choked up watching all this, knowing a year ago, we didn't know how this would all play out a year later. Good for you. It means you love America. It means you believe that 245 years is worth preserving into year 246. And that's what we have to do. And you may not like who you voted for, but as Hilario brought up yesterday, low voter turnout in certain places lead to those that may not have the best interests in mind for America. So it's our responsibility to go to the booth and vote for the right people to help preserve this 245-year legacy. President Biden is the 46th president. We must make sure there's a 47th. We must make sure that the demo- the republic is together for another 240 plus years. We must be mindful of that and be ready to preserve that. Because it all starts there. The preservation efforts to carry on the efforts of those that broke us free from tyrannical Great Britain we must now be inspired to keep preserving this great country anyway, the best we can. And that doesn't mean storming Capitol buildings. It doesn't mean decrying an election because Trump lost. It means just being there for our fellow neighbor. It means voting in the right people. It means... having a voice but using that voice the right way to preserve us not to tear us down because we've lasted 245 years I believe we can preserve this great nation for another 245 but we've got to be unified we've got to come together any which way possible I'm Alex Garrett. It was a beautiful day, Independence Day weekend, and I hope that you are able to enjoy the rest of this. And we'll talk to you soon here on Alex Garrett Podcasting.